So, a woman supposedly found out that her boyfriend cheated on her after a Fitbit showed that he'd burned 500 calories at 2am. And when you kinda think about it, that could be true, but the other question I have to ask is, what's wrong with a man burning 500 calories at 2am, huh? Like it could have just been a morning jog, right? And I'm being completely honest with this. This isn't something that's cause for you to think that your man's cheated. This guy could have actually gone out for a late night run. Yes, I know it seems a bit wrong and especially if they do it naked. In Kenya here we call it night running and it's something that's mostly practiced by people who tend to be close to the witchcraft side of things. But you kind of think about it. It's 2am in the morning. This guy burned 500 calories according to his Fitbit. This is the same Fitbit that will claim that I have run 5 miles or I don't know, 8 kilometers simply because I did a quick 5 alive for about 20 minutes before I went to bed. Like, it doesn't necessarily work as grounds to confirm that your man's or your woman is cheating. But in the likely event that he actually is, then you kind of have to wonder the kind of person that they're cheating on you with because a man burns on average about 101 calories for a 24 minute session of sex. Now obviously not all guys last 24 minutes and in the previous podcast I mentioned that guys would ideally need about 7 minutes to orgasm as opposed to women's 20. But at the same time it's not like we all last 7 minutes. Some of us you know last a little over a minute and then there's those ones that'll do way way more. Those ones that'll go into hours. And I'm kind of thinking about it like this. If your mans will burn 101 calories on 24 minutes, let's even call it 100. If this guy manages to burn 500 calories, you have to ask yourself how many rounds this nigga went. Like, this guy went for like 5 straight rounds, in theory. And you're actually complaining that this man cheated on you. Like, that should be the least of your complaints. Because if this guy went a straight 5 rounds, then you should probably be questioning his stamina because, well... For guys to go that many rounds, it's a little closer to impossible for most of us. And also, how good is the person that they're banging that they're like, you know what, I have to go in again and again and again, all the way till this guy clocks five rounds. Because damn, that's a whole lot of rounds. I don't even think I've done that many rounds in just eating food. Like, damn. This person on their own, I think, has single-handedly beat everyone else in terms of having sex because five rounds is not for the faint of heart. Now, to the women that supposedly claim to have busted him, I would like to request that you please out him with all of his names, his ID number, and every single one of those things so that we as a people can know who exactly he is and I can invite him as a guest on the podcast because, damn, this man clearly needs to show us how to last longer in bed. And even though it's not about lasting longer, it's about just lasting long for the entire session. And also, if you are the woman that supposedly made this man do five rounds, also hit me up. I also want to know how it is that you can make a man go back again and again and again like that. But anyways, we have a podcast to begin. And while we don't have as many rounds, we definitely do have tweets. So we might as well get into it. So in typical fashion... Welcome to Break Time on West Side, your number one break time podcast. Coming to you from Nairobi, Kenya. The man on the mic is a man who cannot last five rounds in a single session. I even have to admit that because, yo, that is mad. He is a man who loves his women the same exact way he loves his yogurt. It is none other than your tall, dark, and mildly handsome man, Sir Denver B. The show is Tweet Street, the show where we take a deep dive into Twitter, pull up a couple of tweets, and break them down a little bit. 
now as usual if you don't know the drill then i'm here to tell you but if you do know the drill then of course sing it along with me because at this rate it kind of feels like a song kind of does and it's because it's a very simple drill you know it's even simpler than baby shark because it just goes like this you see that tweet you like that tweet you want us to discuss that tweet you send that tweet you send it to the dms of at bagaka the d which happens to be my personal twitter handle where i can get those tweets and break them down as is if you're on facebook or ig and you happen to see a tweet that just so happened to have been screenshotted and brought there then feel free to send it to the DMs of at Breaktime on Westside on Facebook and or on Instagram so that I can take it and break it down accordingly. Now, before I get into our tweets for today, we need to talk about Derek Jackson for a little bit. Now, for those of y'all that don't know who or what Derek Jackson is, don't worry. It's not like he discovered sliced bread or the bicycle, so there's nothing that special about him. It's just that he's a relationship guru that's very well known for talking quite a bit and sometimes actually contradicting himself. Now, apparently last week and going into the weekend, a couple of women decided to come out and claim that he had cheated on his wife with them. And well, he kind of got a bit of a backlash online and people kind of started calling him out because first it was one woman, then a bunch of other women obviously popped up. Now, usually people will discredit this, but when there's a lot of people coming out to say it, then there could be an element of truth there because smoke, fire, you know, you, you can kind of piece this one together. So he ended up addressing the whole issue a couple of days ago on his YouTube channel and also on IG where he came out and admitted that he was wrong. Now, while he did admit that he did cheat on his wife and he did philander quite a bit, he kind of admitted that he was working on his way to becoming a better man, blah, blah, blah. The typical PR that a lot of black men like to say and then throw God's name in there, blah, blah. And while he was doing this, people actually kind of got a little concerned and a little pissed off at the fact that he was doing this while his wife was right next to him and he was holding her hand like woman isn't even properly dressed up and shit like she's not like camera dressed up she's not like super fine dressed up she's got her bonnet and everything and she's just holding this guy's hand and at some point he did give her a chance to talk and then you know she said her piece but to some degree it's like she kind of rehearsed that shit and she just said shit that was written and people kind of saw the bullshit in this and they really really came out to complain about the situation that the wife seemed like she was in and well i do kind of have to admit this whole thing that women were saying about they'd never sit with their man while he admits on camera to cheating like that i honestly don't think that i would also do that to my woman like that's some stupid shit like that's proper pure PR bullshit that's working right there. But anyways, the reason I brought this up wasn't even because of the wife or what it is that people were saying about her. It's actually on what it was that he was saying. Now, the video is about seven minutes long. It's about seven, seven and a half minutes long. So I'm not exactly going to put the audio bit here for you to listen to. It's honestly too much time on the podcast and I'm not going to waste my or your precious time listening to most of the BS that he spews. But there was something profoundly interesting that he did mention. While he was busy apologizing towards the end and apologizing to people for, you know, not doing things as he should have, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, ruining the sanctity of marriage, at least in his he did also mention the thing about accepting that he was human and accepting the fact that he makes mistakes 
and that people should kind of pull him off the pedestal that they had kind of put him on. And I have to admit, much as I don't like him personally or his content, mostly because I think it's just sugar-coated bullshit that's meant to sell to women, he does kind of have a point there. And I kind of do agree with him. Because as a person who's in the content creation space who discusses a lot of issues that deal with, say, love, sex, and relationships, from time to time, I'll always be approached by different people being asked for advice on different relationship issues here and there. And in as much as I'd love to help, sometimes you're just not qualified to give that kind of information. You're not qualified to supposedly give people the wisdom that they so dearly crave. And fortunately, I've been able to tell some people that and they've just taken it very well. And unfortunately for a lot of us content creators we're expected to be experts and masters of the fields that we talk about which i will admit we aren't and because we create such content we are held to a higher standard in terms of the topics where our content is based upon kind of think about it if a finance podcaster if someone that was really big on talking about money matters and motivating you to grind and make sure you have investments suddenly came out bankrupt you'd kind of look at them as a bit of a fraud because they have been put on the pedestal by their content not by the people let's just get this right not by the people and that's why i'd probably say he wasn't put on that pedestal by the people he was put on that pedestal by the content that he produces the people consume that content thus they believe that he is a guiding point and thus should be put on a certain higher standard and if he's unable to live up to it then it ends up making him look even worse than it probably should so in a sense i do kind of feel for him but unfortunately the man's cheated and i don't exactly endorse cheating so to mrs derrick jackson i would like to state that i'm sorry miss jackson Ooh, I am for real. and i'm not doing this just for comic relief or the fact that the outcasts were something that i kind of listened to as a kid i'm kind of doing this on behalf of all the black men because clearly derrick jackson is a disgrace to our people because for sure black men don't cheat and this man is clearly going against what black men do. So I might as well just do that. And considering that I have eaten quite a bit of time with this, I should get onto the tweets. But before we do that though. I know you're dying to continue the podcast you're currently listening to, but we have to interrupt your scheduled programming to bring you Sound Nation. Delve into music ranging from hip hop to rumba, rock to bongo and much much more we shall review new albums as well as fresh singles whilst paying homage to the sounds of the past find our episodes on anchor apple Podcasts, spotify or any other podcast streaming platforms all right so on to the first tweet niggas are so persistent until you give them attention and now they don't want you anymore comical if you ask me hmm okay so this is one of the biggest issues that I've had with a lot of women, which I probably haven't talked about enough, but I guess now's a good time as any to start. And I'll start by just telling it to you very simply, this is 2021. And while playing hard to get worked very well in the 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s and early 00s, it doesn't exactly work that way right now because we know very well what it is that we want. 
we want to go and holler at shorty we'll go and we'll holler at shorty if shorty wants us then shorty better give us the goods and stop making shit so hard and this kind of advice works the other way around so when you look at it the whole idea of playing hard to get is a little dated in and of itself and well to be honest it's a lot easier to just tell someone yes or no from the get-go and kind of save a lot of time that's wasted because guys usually have this problem where you go you chase a baby chase a baby chase a babe then at some point you end up getting friend zoned or by the time this babe is choosing to accept you and you know kind of give you a chance it's like you're already kind of tired of the whole thing because by the time you're getting there by the time she's like all right fine how about we date and shit it's like you're suddenly tired of chasing this babe because you get in and it's like there's nothing special she's just a babe like any other yes she could be spectacular on one two three things she might have the booty to die for she might be nice and thick just the way i like it but no matter how hard i chase a babe is still a babe and just like that you kind of lose interest and this is something that happens from time to time the other flip side of this is at times a guy will go and he'll chase a babe for such a long time and he eventually just gets to a point he's like honestly why the hell am i still chasing this babe if she wanted me then it would have happened and just like that they back off they go and start chasing somebody else even though they don't chase somebody else they go and start chasing something else because you know the bread is always important and just like that it's like the guy suddenly lost interest and you might have had interest in this guy and now it's suddenly your turn to start doing the chasing and the guy probably isn't even that interested he ends up taking you for granted she doesn't go well and to be completely honest it's all your fault simply because you played hard to get and yes i can get why you probably still do it i can understand why your parents told you to play hard to get you know your older siblings say probably told you oh you know you have to play hard to get a woman of value isn't gotten so easily unless she's probably intending on becoming a whole blah blah or some shit like oh it takes a rolls royce six months to be built and a toyota takes about 13 hours and you know one is more valuable than the other and by all means that shit probably worked well in their time but in this time right now it's not about how long i take to get you because either way if you get a hoe in six hours or in six months the hoe's still gonna be a hoe if you get an amazing unicorn of a woman in six minutes or in six years that babe is still gonna be an amazing babe so what's the wasting of the time for how about we just get into the thing and then we find out whether it is that we're compatible for each other or not and let time tell as we're in it instead of outside of it like that shit's a little bit easier right so ladies this whole thing about playing hard to get you need to do that it doesn't prove anything right now trust me it doesn't it'll only irritate guys who already know that they have options because there's always fish in the sea and you'll be the one left doing the chasing and trust me us guys have learned the hard way that if you're the one doing the chasing and the other person isn't interested in you you will be taken for granted and treated like shit just figured i should tell you that anyways we should probably move it on so on to the next tweet one tattoo equals one std two tattoos equals two stds three tattoos equals three stds stickers are on my tattoos in public transport not on quality cars it's your choice pick wisely hmm interesting 
I find this to be particularly interesting because this is about as stereotypical and as judgmental as old school people usually are. And for the sake of a lot of us millennials and new school people, I might as well just come in and state that this is absolute bullshit. Because I think we've come far enough as a civilization and as a people that we can actually admit that tattoos aren't necessarily like a mark or a brand, but for most people it's actually a form of expression in some way. So it doesn't necessarily state that this person is a hoe or they're a rebel or they have something wrong with them. It can just be because they feel like expressing themselves in a certain way through body ink. And anyways, now that he mentioned cars, I might as well come out to state that insurance stickers are technically stickers as well and they're on the most expensive cars to the cheapest cars as well. And on top of that, if you look at cars and body wrapping, a body wrap is like a giant sticker. So does that mean that if I body wrap my Rolls Royce or my Range Rover or my S-Class that it's suddenly of lesser value? I beg to differ. Actually funny enough, if you use that to preserve the paint, you can actually preserve quite a bit of its value. So technically this guy is talking quite a lot of bullshit. And also, I can state for a fact that I've met great people at clubs and I've seen so many hoes in church. So even though I could hypothetically try and determine how many STDs somebody has, tattoos is the last place I'd probably use as a starting point. So that being said, this person is talking absolute shit so we should probably move it on. So on to the final tweet. Your girlfriend is now being turned inside out by some nigger with weed and tap water as you look for money to surprise her with flowers on Thursday at her workplace. Stay strong, kings. Alright, I think it's about time we have this conversation as guys because I think I'm a little tired of seeing such tweets. And trust me, I have overlooked so many of the tweets that usually talk about this for a long long time ever since I started Tweet Street simply because I felt as though the whole cheating story felt a little bit bland and honestly it's just guys talking shit about people having girlfriends and actually trying to do the most for them. And yes, maybe this is a situation that happens to some people and yes, maybe the person that wrote this tweet did go through such a situation. But we can't keep talking shit like this. Because honestly, fellas, 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 I'm talking to you right now. This whole thing of talking shit about guys that do the most for their shorty needs to stop. Yes, maybe there's babes that will cheat on their guys who do the most for them with guys who will do absolutely nothing. And yes, it happens quite a bit. Trust me, I know. And yes, maybe you know somebody that's going through it and somebody that's gone through it. And in a way, it kind of makes you lose a lot of faith in a lot of these babes. But I will state for the record. There are a lot of faithful women that do not do this to their guys. And me, ladies, I'm, I'm, I'm going out on a limb here for you, so I hope most of y'all don't do this shit. There's a lot of women that actually are faithful to their guys. They leave, they go to work, they do their shit, they come back and they come back to the man and they do not go and hit anything besides their man. Believe me, they exist. There are a lot of babes that are very, very good and are very, very faithful to their partners. And the best part about it is their partner appreciates them so much that they feel that gifting them or giving them some special kind of treatment is something that they feel their partner deserves and they will do that for their lady day in, day out on every single occasion that they can and they are proud and happy about it. Now, 
you taking a dump on all of that you talking shit about the person that actually tries to treat their partner well is in some sense incel behavior in a sense and it does kind of speak towards the more negative side of the world and yes i get it negative information travels faster around the internet than positive information but we cannot keep talking shit about women in hopes that the guys that do the most for their babes actually stop doing the most for them i think there's enough space for those of y'all that don't want to do the most as well as the guys who do the most for their ladies to kind of coexist and not have to rub each other's shoulders so if you won't do the most for your babe or can't do the most for your babe either because you lack the means the willingness or the babe to actually do it to i'd honestly just urge you to you know shut up let the people that do what it is that they do do what it is that they usually like to do and hopefully hope that the next babe that you have or the current babe that you have is going to be very satisfied and personally quite happy by what it is that you give her or don't give her because to some degree i usually sense a little bit of negative jealous type energy that usually comes with such tweets which is why i usually like to avoid them but then again maybe i'm wrong and the people that are saying this are not bitter or spiteful but they're just trying to help their fellow man out but anyways I want to know your thoughts on this. Do you think that such people are saying this out of bitterness or do you think that they're saying this out of experience and they're trying to help their fellow man out or do you think that there could be some other side to this? The DMs are open on Twitter. It is at @bagakadd which is my personal Twitter handle. On Facebook and Instagram it is at @breaktime on West Side. Thank you so much for listening all the way till the end and if you are listening via Castbox feel free to drop your thoughts and comments there and I will attend to them accordingly and I will catch you guys on the next break take care